Welcome back to His and Hers Movie Podcast. This is episode number 25 featuring the found footage horror film called Followed, which we just seen in the drive-in this past week. It is July 4th. That's right, Independence Day. Happy July 4th to everybody out there. I am one half of your hosting duo, JP, podcasting out of southwestern Pennsylvania. Carly, where are you, where are you at? Same place, southwestern PA, like 10 minutes away from you. Yeah. Have you heard any fireworks yet? Yes, uh, they were just going off a few minutes ago, and I was at my aunt's all day swimming, and she has three dogs, and we could hear them in the distance, and she's upset because she knows they're going to be upset, and they were already quite upset. But uh, yeah, I keep hearing like random sounds like shots in the dark, and I'm sure it will escalate from there as the night goes on, because right now it's only 8 p.m. here, so we shall see. It's 8.42, actually. Almost 9 p.m. here, so we shall see. Yeah. Um, I, I, I'm like, I don't know, dude. I feel like dep- depressed kind of because I didn't do anything but sleep today, but it's really not my fault Um, yes. because I had like a crazy last couple days, man. Just insane with work. Like Thursday, I worked 3 to 11 and I went home. And then I was off on Friday. Right? Was I off Friday? I believe. No, I, I wasn't. No you, no, you weren't. You worked that night. I right? worked Wednesday night, 3 to 11. I came back for Thursday night, um, 3 to 11. And they told me that the night auditor had quit. So they needed somebody to stay for night audit. So I worked from 3 to 11 and then started the 11 p.m. shift till like like 2 a.m. and then uh somebody else took over for me but they didn't really know what they were doing so i stayed on property and uh they called me at like 3 a.m to like come do something so i'd never got to sleep and then i went back in you know i went i went helped it out at like 3 a.m got done at like 3 45 went back up up and went to sleep for, I don't know, like two hours. And then <clears throat> by the time I got to sleep, it was only like two hours of sleep that I got. Uh, and then I woke up and went back for 9 a.m. to, uh, and I guess this would have been on Friday at this point, 9 a.m. to 7, or 9 a.m. to 3 p.m. <clears throat> and then uh, what day would that have been? Friday, right? Yes. I think. What's Today's today? Today's Saturday. Oh yeah, so. so it was Friday. And then I went I got done at three PM and then I went back to sleep for a couple hours and then I came back for last night, which was Friday night at eleven PM. I got off at seven AM this morning. So I got like two hours of sleep in like that and and that first day and then the second day it was like you know five or something and then i'm about to go back in here in a minute yes. so i feel like i wasted this i was actually off today at first mm-hmm. um so yeah i, th- I think i'm at 80 hour 80 i'm at like 82 hours and like 45 minutes right now for the past two weeks and i still have two days left to work on this schedule so 
a little bit on this week's schedule. So, um, and then I don't have a day off for like a handful more. So I think I'm working like 10 in a row or something, but I did like 12 shifts in 10 days is what it's going to end up being or, or like 12 and a half shifts in 10 days. It's not like overwhelming, like the amount of work. It just is like annoying more than anything. Um, but I think that, you know, having like the 4th of July off for like the first time. I mean, I, I think I had it off. I've had it off like the last couple years, but like never did I have it? Off? I don't even remember if I had it off. I, there was a few years where I, I worked it like every year, but I, I think that have it. Yeah. I worked it last year because I wanted to give the rest of the staff it off. So I just took a different day off in the week off, but this, uh, I don't know. I like, I'm hearing fireworks going off right now. And I was thinking about like, life stuff and I'm like I don't know like I used to get really excited for the 4th of July but I don't now like I don't really even care and normally it's just another day for me uh besides the fact that I do watch like either I know what you did last summer or Jaws or Return of Living Dead or Silver Bullet I don't get excited for 4th of July or Memorial Day or any of those holidays that aren't the major ones really but I just miss well, Fourth of July is definitely a major one. I mean, just like I'm taught when I take, I, I pretty much only count Halloween and Christmas as like my major holidays. Halloween's not even a real holiday. I know. Well, for me personally, it is. <laughs> anyway, um, I just feel that uh, I miss the family gathering a lot, and I get kind of sad about that. But today, I just went. I spontaneously just kind of went over to my aunt's and like invited myself over to swim in her pool because it was so hot and I didn't want to sit at home and I didn't really have plans. So I did that and it turned out to be nice because they actually were making food and they gave me like a hamburger and stuff like that, like potato salad. So it was just nice to hang out with Thanks her a little bit. Thanks for bringing me some considering I, I have actually, no food right now. I actually did. Really? <laughs> yeah, but you have came at me twisted looking like a bitch kid all day. So I don't think you're getting any. <laughs> really? I was going to get to that, but... Wow. I don't well, know. Well, I'm going to have to pick that up before I go into work then. You might not have the time. I know. So, but... but there, there's... um, They were showing fireworks down the road here. Um, yeah. They do it, like, every year. I was going to go. And then my friend who, like, I haven't talked to in, like, or hung out with in a couple years, um, Abby, she actually messaged me and said that her brother was having, like, a little party. And... F- you know, I don't know if I've ever told you this, but from when I was like in like middle school till like, I don't know, like 25, his, her brother had a third of July party. Actually her brother, her two brothers, one passed away, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. Um, and her mom and like family would always throw a mat that it was like, there was like the family party. And then there was like the after party. But they would throw, like, these massive parties with, like, tons of food. And, like, they, they lived on, like, a like a farmland. And you could see fireworks from, like, everywhere there. And then they would buy, like, $1,000 worth of fireworks or something. And, you know, everybody would chip in and get, like, kegs and stuff like that. And yeah. And, like, some of the hardest partying I ever did was at those third of July parties, they always had a third of July party and a Halloween party. And every year they were just 
epic. Like they would always do huge things. Um, and she, it was funny. She was like, yeah, Josh is having a little party. And, uh, but it's funny cause we're all old now. Yeah. So he, she's like, nobody, nobody's probably going to be there cause we're all old now. And I'm like, yeah, yeah that that's true. But you know, it, it gave me a little nostalgia cause I was like, man, I could have actually went to that tonight if I didn't, if I didn't end up working. And, um, I don't know if I would, I, I mean, I kind of wanted to, but at the same time, like, I don't know, like, I'm just thinking about all these things right now about, like, I don't even want to get into it, but, like, kind of not the greatest things, I guess. Yes. Um, basically, like, I'm thinking of, like, how everything could kind of be the last time you ever do something. But a stop. You know what I mean? Like, you yeah. know that old saying, like, one day you and your friends went and played outside for the last time and nobody knew it yes buddy i don't like that saying yeah that's kind of the stuff i've been thinking of a little bit lately and it's sad because i'm like you know like that i went to one of those parties for the last time you know years ago and didn't know it was the last time i watched fireworks with my grandparents for the last time without knowing it was the last time and i was thinking about like how I should have tried to make it more of a point to do that again this year. Yeah. No, I think that's stuff too. I'm very big, especially with my family. I'm very big on if they ask me to do something, I pretty much never say no, unless I really have a big thing planned to where I can't cancel on it. Cause you never know, you know, like family is very important to me now. So yeah. I'm the same way, but uh, you know, it is sad and things change and, the holidays do make me sad because... Would you say seasons change, mad things rearrange? I would not. That has nothing to do with this combo. Seasons change, mad things rearrange, right? Yes. I don't feel like singing. Play me in the autumn. Play me in any order. I'm not really in the mood to sing on this ep. I thought we were supposed to sing on all eps. Watson said so. I feel pressured by that. I feel like... I feel like... I feel... What do you feel like? I just feel that... Well, I did a lot of singing on this Cut to the Chase episode. I just guessed it on last night, so... What the hell did you sing? Um, what did I sing? Oh, yeah, I was like... Oh, we got into a conversation about Creed, because Creed had trash. music... Trash. 90s things, on, on and I trash, was saying, oh, I love them. got into a conversation about trash. So I was like... Mm-hmm. When you got into a conversation about mm-hmm. trash, where you guys like, I don't really like waste baskets. I like dumpsters. Like, I don't really like the white garbage bags. I like the black trash bags. Dude, you don't even know who Creed is. Were you like, do you get scented or non-scented trash bags? What if I said Creed was a rapper? You would feel so dumb because you love rap. Creed is not a rapper. I know who Creed is. Creed is a great MC. No, Mike. Like, I feel like Creed is like the, like, um, you know who listens to Creed is like, like redneck white dudes who have like a little bit of like ghetto in them that's who listens to creed that was like the worst no not yeah. at all yeah dude people who listen to like that was like not all a stereotype that wasn't clever in any way that like no that's, that's who listens to creed dude like white people yeah dude but white people listen to rap music and like rock and roll and no, all music country music like yeah 
Country music. <laughs> do you want okay, to be lumped in with a, them? Dude, Creed isn't country music. I know, but I'm saying like white people, like white people listen to, um, rap and rock, and black people listen to rap and rock for you know sometimes. No black people really listen to country music unless they were literally like born like country. You know what I mean? Well, Darius Rucker sings country music. Yeah, trash. I hate country. It's horrible. My tractor blew up and I'm sad. Okay, I'm not defending country. <laughs> I, I I agree. I hate that too. That is how it goes. <laughs> like, I spilled my beer on God today, but I prayed <laughs> it all away. Is that real? I feel like that's a real lyric. I know, it probably is. Damn. But, anyway. Yeah, uh, so... Why did we... What is that? Credence Clear River Water Revival? I don't know. Is what? It Creed. I just think Credence. Creed. I don't know. I don't even know what Creed means. You don't? No, but we shall move on now. Okay. Um. Besides that week, I had like... I don't know. I probably can't talk about this yet, but I had something crazy happen where I was working. Like, yeah. basically... um. Basically, there was, like, a, like, harassment thing that happened, not involving me, uh, like, a racial profiling thing, and it, like, blew up kind of in, like, I was like, oh, crap, like, this could end up looking bad, but I wasn't involved, so I'm, like, happy, and I actually had a good, good interaction with the dude who's all got profiled and stuff and and we were cool so i mean <laughs> i did hopefully it doesn't come back on me in any negative light but yeah it was uh it was stupid it really was stupid it was dumb and uh i'm i hopefully nothing major happens about it but my apologies to that fella <laughs> yeah you just telling me about it, it was the epitome of racial profiling right yeah it I wasn't was like, even like stupid yeah there was no way around that one it wasn't like oh well maybe you know it was a little suspicious it was actually like legit Mm -hmm. i hate people right yeah Uh uh-huh it's just dumb it was a stupid thing that somebody did that they tried to justify and it just didn't work at all (laughs) backfired yeah um so yeah, I'll, I'll th- maybe I'll get into that another time, but I just I don't think I'm allowed to talk about it right now. So yeah, probably not. I don't even know why I brought it up, but <laughs> you guys get the gist, though. Yeah. Um. What else? I think that's it. Pretty much. I had a. I mean, I had a decent week. You know, didn't do much. My week is a blur. Yeah, I, I bet. <laughs> you pr- you literally live at work. It was weird, dude. Like, I, like, my days are, like, it feels right now like I'm, like, two days ahead. Cause, like, I worked, like, four times in, like, two days. Yeah, I don't even, you were asking me, like, oh, was that Friday? I was legit just agreeing with you. I don't even know, cause you've been working. I feel like you haven't actually left work, even though you're home right now, technically. So. Yeah. I feel bad, but you're collecting that bread. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. I like that. So anyway, um, let's get into the things that, oh, dude, we were, oh man, we got to debut our thing today. Oh no. Oh no. Um, blind spot. 
Yeah. So do you want to do that after what we watched or before? Just let's do it after. Okay. All All right. So, um, let's see, uh, what we watched. I will go first because I did. I actually thought I didn't watch anything, but I did watch more than I thought. So I'll kind of go quick through this because we are on a little bit of a time crunch here. Um, but I will tell you this, the last like four days, I haven't watched a single movie. I've just took off the whole entire, the whole entire John. Yes. I feel you. Um, so, all right. Uh, are you sure I didn't review Basket Case? I don't think the last one I've written down for you was Haruku the Gobdick. And there was, but see that it's weird to me because I watched Ernest after Haruku. But you said I talked about Ernest. You did, like, yeah, because we. I also had watched Ernest. Hmm. All right. I didn't. Yeah. Okay. So, um, Basket Case. Uh, I watched the last drive-in version with Joe Bob, as this was part of the twenty-four, the twenty eighteen twenty-four hour marathon that Joe Bob did. And uh, if you guys have followed me for a long time you would know that me and Jeremy actually did a live stream to coincide with that, where we, we live streamed us reacting to it for 24 hours. And it was like one of the hardest things I ever did in my life, really. And that's pretty messed up, but it, it really was. It was so hard to get through that. Um, like, like, and me and Jeremy both talk about it all the time where like, we're like, that thing is a blur. Like, I don't remember a damn thing from it. Uh, yeah. All I remember is like the movies getting picked and then like I remember like I pretty much remember everything for the first like five movies like it was like Sleepaway Camp, Rabid, The Prowler, um, something else I don't remember but it was like uh, the the like sixth movie or something was daughters of darkness or the fifth movie or something. And I, that's where I tuned out and I don't remember really anything besides Lacey coming on. Yes. Yeah. You, do you remember anything? I mean, I don't remember the movies cause I couldn't really watch along with you guys. Cause my thing kept kind of screwing up. I just remember, Oh, the first one was supposed to be tourist trap. Wasn't it? And oh yeah. It was tourist trap, sleepaway camp, uh, the prowler rabid, and then I think it was the fifth one was Daughters of Darkness, I think. And that's where I tuned out, kind of. But they yeah. played Daughters of Darkness, which is a slow, like, Euro vampire lesbian film. And, or Spanish. It's either Spanish or European. I don't know. Um, and, uh... It, it, um, like, just, like, was done at, like, five in the morning. And it was, like, a horrible time for that. Yeah. And then the rest of it was a blur, and I just didn't remember a damn thing after that, and it was, like, before, like, when they showed Basket Case, I don't even remember anything about it, so I decided to rewatch that. Um, one thing that I'll say about the, the, that section of the marathon is, like, you watch Joe Bob now, and he has, like, a, a, a ton of content, like, at least, like, a half hour of, of content of him in between the movies. Like, back then, I... I swear his segment was only like a, like 20 minutes or like 15 minutes altogether, uh, for basket case. So he didn't really say a whole lot. At least it felt that way. But yeah. Um, I love basket case. One is one of my favorite movies. Um, in fact, it is actually, I think tied with scream for the most 
watches in the last like since I've been keeping track. I think I'm at like seven or so watches for Basket Case in the last uh, eight years. So nearly every year I watch Basket Case for the most part. Um, and it's what's cool is like I've even seen it in the drive-in and stuff. So, um, but yeah, it's it's like an eight and a half out of ten for me. Love it. Uh, and then we have Basket Case Two, um, 1990. I just felt like doing a little basket case marathon because basket case three was 91 and I recently picked up two and three on Blu-ray. So I figured ah, I might as well watch two as well. And honestly, I just don't really care for the two sequels that much basket case two. Um, I like a little bit less than basket case three. Uh, it's, I like the freaks and like the concept of Belial meeting like another person like him and stuff like that. I just think the Dwayne stuff is all over the place and it just doesn't really feel like the same movie. Uh, the grittiness is gone and it's replaced the cheesiness. Uh, then I watched followed, which obviously we'll get to. Then me and you watched the pit and the pendulum together. Yes, we did. Um, 1991 film part of my run through 91. Yep. Uh, and (laughs) it's an Edgar Allan Poe adaptation um, I've seen the original, like Vincent Price one, but this is a, uh, Stuart Gordon film and it stars Lance Henriksen, um, and Jeffrey Combs is also in it. And Lance Henriksen gives a really twisted performance. Uh, he kind of steals the show a little bit, but the production value in this one was like very good, man. It was, it was very high. Uh, it was sort of a, you know, twisted little movie there. And I was actually fairly impressed with it. I thought that it, you know, it played out really cool with the uh, way that the, you know, I I think it's like the 1600s, but like the witch hunts and stuff and the, um, you know, the, the, the witch finders and and things like that. Mm -hmm. Um, What do they call them? The uh, inquisitors, I think. I think so. Uh, And, you know, how they're lying, but, like, then Lance Hendrickson has this sort of, like, love, like, this lust for the lead girl that they uh, suspect of being a witch, and and he's, like, punishing himself for it. It's it's just really twisted, but I I thought it was great. Um, I liked it, too. I gave it a 7.5 out of 10. Uh, And then I watched the newest Netflix uh, sex crime documentary called Athlete A, which is... uh, brand new film um following uh a couple of uh, actually more than a couple like a ton of olympian gymnastics uh girls like teens who were literally sexually molested by this physician who worked for the olympics for like decades i think Hmm. so this guy worked as like part of the olympic um committee like the u.s like um for gymnastics like he was a physician um and he like he would give these girls like massages and stuff like that like because they needed massages like daily pretty much from like all the training they would do um but like then he would like examine them and he would basically like you know stick his fingers in their vaginas and stuff like that and i think even their butts at times oh no um but you know like and like they would just think that it was normal part of like the procedures and like they had to check certain things and stuff like that and you know they kind of knew about it but like 
they weren't sure if it was like a an issue and then they were also worried like because they were on the like trying to be on the olympic team that like that might cause problems for them just a, a classic case of power and abuse and and um like the olympic committee was just turned a blind eye completely to it it, it was really pure scumbaggery uh but one thing that i took away from that besides that just like it, it seems like anytime there's these like scandals of like molestation and stuff like that it's almost like everybody turns a blind eye or tries to cover it up it, it i've seen it time and time again it's pretty pretty crazy um and then the other thing i took away from it is like just how amazing women's gymnastics is it's truly remarkable like what these athletes are able to do like i was like obsessed with just like watching them do these like like it doesn't even look real (laughs) like it looks like it breaks physics and stuff some of the stuff they do but very impressive and i i do feel bad for all the girls that were um abused and stuff like that it's messed up man um but that was a i I think i like that one better than the epstein one yeah yeah uh, and then I watched Cloverfield as part of the Teapot Summer Series 2008. I, I actually need to get back on those 2008 watches. But um, yeah, Cloverfield follows. Have you ever seen Cloverfield? Yeah, I have. Yeah, it, I remember. You know what's crazy? The 2008 is a very, very like notable year for me because it, I like I think about where I was when all these movies came out. Like I remember being at a party. Um at this girl Tiffany's house and um it was she was like the same girl that I got the underage drinking with she was my friend's brother's girlfriend um and it was around the same time I think 2008 was when I got that but it was it was yeah it definitely was but um uh my friends like Butt and Tyler um came back from seeing this movie I was like, and of course, like I was into movies and stuff. So I was like drinking when they got to the party. I was like, yo, how's that? How was Cloverfield? And and I remember them being like, it sucked. You don't even see the monster. <laughs> and I like, I remember just not thinking like it was probably going to suck ever since then. But like, I think that like the general audience always like, that's like such a general audience, like thing to like criticism, you know what I mean? But they don't realize that, like, not seeing the monster a whole lot adds to the tension and the suspense of it. Mm -hmm. So when you do see it, it's, like, more scary. Like, and I know that as, like, a film fan, but, like, to the general audience, they're just like, we don't see the monster. This movie sucks. Yeah, kind of like it comes at night. Right. Um, But, you know, so I was thinking back to that night when that happened, and I was like, I, I think I've seen it a couple years later, but... I've always loved this movie, dude. It is really good found footage film. Like it starts out in New York and I just love the New York setting, by the way, like especially like 2000s, like I love the eighties, obviously in the seventies, New York, but like 2008, like, um, you know, uh, sort of young, um, person trying to be like successful in life living in New York city is like fun to me. Like what's that? No, that's just random. What do you mean? That, like, that just... Young people trying to be successful in New York. Well, like, I, I was, there's a word for it, but, like... Um, like, I don't know, it's weird. No, like, do you ever... Like, like um, How I Met Your Mother. Oh, yeah, I guess I know. It's, it's like, like, the same feeling. Yes. Like, it's yeah. like... Um, 
you know, like young, I don't know what the word is, you know, just, but just people that are like living in New York city as like being young and having like little get like party, get together things at like their apartment in New York. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, uh, and like that, like all the, all the people there seem like they're like just starting to be like, like starting their careers. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't know if that's a real subgenre, but I'm saying like, I like movies that are set, set up like that, but this one's really shortly. F- it's set up like that very fast. You know what I mean? It, mm-hmm. it, it runs through that little section, but I think that section's good because it, it does build characters and stuff like that. And then just all hell breaks loose. And it's just really cool, man. It's, it, it feels like a true disaster film. You know what I mean? It's part Kaiju part disaster film and found footage. And it just blends really well together. And what's cool about it is like there's a there's a clip in the movie that shows like what happened earlier that like day before or something. And you can see like this satellite or like this this something like fall into the ocean from that dude's uh, camera. And I never noticed it like for years. But did you ever notice that? No. Yes. I've only seen this movie like twice. So, so like, you know how like the, the, they're filming on the dude's camera that he spent the the couple days with the girl that he had across that they yeah oh yeah yeah well when, when it keeps cutting back to that footage at one point in the footage when they're at like the pier um like coney island or something there's a like you see something fall from the sky in like the corner of the frame and into the ocean so that's kind of like alludes to the fact that that's how the whole thing happened Ew. yeah it's cool. pretty cool but yeah it's a very fun movie I, I really dig it i think the only issues with it is one like the camera dude's a little bit annoying and has like a little bit of two like comedic lines and then um it feels a little bullshit that like this dude would traverse like this entire city filled with monsters to save this girl in her apartment that's like fell in on her seems yeah. a little ridiculous but um it's okay i uh, give it an eight, eight out of ten it's really really fun movie um then i watched the strangers 2008 also part of the teapot summer series um i've always had like a a decent relation and again dude like i thought back to when i first heard about the strangers me and my friend marty he was living with me at the time um we're actually in the same room and we would like go to school and then come home and like i don't know just watch tv or something like kick it after you know we'd come we'd go outside and do shit or something go down my friend's house and then um when we get back at night we just throw on some movies or something and uh we watched we like a trailer came up for the strangers and it was like you know why are you doing this and it's like because you were home type that that like little line i remember we both looked at each other and was like dude that looks scary as hell we're home yeah and it, i i finally saw it and I thought it was I thought it was good, but I I like expected more out of it. This is a film that like the more mature and the more like film knowledge you get, the more you kind of appreciate what it did because it is a slow, deliberate like um, slow burn, like slow paced, like tension building. Um, not really tension, but more suspense building uh, film. Like it, it's all about the the slow build up. And I really kind of like that about the movie. Um, it's it's old school horror at its finest in that type of way. 
uh, I think the strangers are really creepy, um, particularly the scene where the girl is home alone in the kitchen and uh, the male stranger like appears in the background a la Michael Myers is like super effective for me. Uh, and I just, I just think it's a, a probably in my opinion the greatest uh, attempt at a found footage film that I could think of, really. Yeah, I really, I enjoy not it. a found, sorry, not Wait, a found what? footage, oh, yeah. a was... home invasion. <laughs> yeah, I love the strangers. I love yeah. the score or the soundtrack rather in that movie too. Yeah, and the strangers too would have been amazing too if they wouldn't have pushed out. Um, 8.5 out of 10 on that one. Uh, and then I watched The King of Staten Island, 2020. Uh, the new Judd Apatow film um, starring Pete Davidson, who I didn't really know of too much. I've seen, I think I, the only thing I, I first noticed him in like the Machine Gun Kelly music video. Mm. Um, but yeah, so this film follows uh, Pete Davidson, who is a uh, sort of little slacker in Staten Island. Um, his father had died as a firefighter in the, you know, when he was a kid, when he was like seven or something and he loved his dad a lot and it kind of messed him up and he hangs out with a bunch of losers who just smoke pot and have no drive except for the girl that he, he talks to, um, and has like a friends with benefits relationship with, and she is trying to actually get her life together and go to school and stuff like that. Um, and he uh he thinks that his head's all messed up like he just thinks that he's like kind of a messed up person um but his uh he's at the park one day and he um there's this kid that like he's an aspiring tattoo artist but his tattoos suck um and he like this kid rolls up on him and all his boys and they're at like the beach or something and the kid's like they're like yo what up kid and he's like he's like what's up and they're like they're like this kid's cool man you know just being like funny and like like telling the kid to hang out with us and stuff and the the kid's like what are you guys doing he's like i'm uh giving tattoos and he's like i want a tattoo and he's like for real he's like what do you want and he's like i want you know this and he's like all right and he starts tattooing this like (laughs) nine-year-old and the kid freaks out when the needle hits him and and like runs away and he just has a line down his arm and then the kid's dad like shows up at the dude's house and like the mom because he's like 24 and the mom is like all like you know i'm sorry the dad's played by bill burr who you might recognize from f is for family oh okay yeah the voice of the dad uh he plays the the dude and he's a firefighter and then him and the mom start having a little bit of a relationship and the, the, the kid played by Pete Davidson doesn't like it. Um, and it's just like a kind of a drama. It's like two hours and 17 minutes, but it, it flies by for me. Like I, I loved this movie. I was so invested. Uh, I saw so much of myself in the Pete Davidson character in different ways. Some ways I didn't, but some ways I did. Um, and man, it was, it was just a very good movie. Um, it's, I, I wouldn't describe it as a pure comedy. It's not like knocked up or, or one of those films from Judd Apatow where it's like straight comedy. It's more like downbeat and it just has funny moments, but I really fuck with Pete, Pete Davidson's like style and shit like that. Like I, I like, he wears like Wu Tang shirts and stuff like that, which is cool. Um, but yeah, it's, it's a really good movie, man. I, I, I freaking loved it. I give it a nine. 
Best film I've seen of the year, I think. I watched this move. I mean, I maybe. Oh, I see. Um, and then I watched, we were supposed to do an episode on 22 Shots this week. Um, the Uninvited versus Tell of Two Sisters remake versus original. Um, I watched The Uninvited 2009. We ended up not doing the show. Moods canceled. Um, but it's basically, you know, a very similar movie um, following a sister who gets out of a mental hospital, comes home to her family, um, and her new stepmother thinks her new stepmother might have been involved in her mother's death. Um, and she tries to like deal with that with her sister. Pretty cool movie. Pretty cool. Uh, end, but yeah. Um, after that we got the ruins. Oh, by the way, the uninvited, I didn't think it was, I thought it was a pretty decent remake. Um, very similar movie though. The ruins 2008, uh, also part of the teapot summer series. Basically it's a contained horror movie. It follows a group of characters who go up to a, um, they go up to a Mayan ruins and uh, like a pyramid type thing. And the locals basically trap them up there because there's these killer plant like things uh, all over the pyramid and they don't want them to get off. Uh, it's, it's honestly like people get thrown off by the killer plant aspect. I actually like it. I think it's cool. And I figure like, why not people buy like people like roll their eyes at killer plants, right? Like, oh my God, killer plants that these plants make cell phone noises and stuff. But I'm like, but you have no problem with like giant sharks that like stalk people. You know what I mean? It's the same. Like, it doesn't matter. It's all supernatural horror aspects, you know? Um, Who cares if these plants couldn't exist in real life? They exist in the goddamn movie. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, the thing that is awesome about this movie is it has great contained horror aspects, survival horror aspects, and just gnarly gore, dude. Just like disgusting, cringeworthy gore. Uh, I love it pretty much. Eight and a half out of ten. Uh, then I watched Basket Case 3. Finished up that as part of my run through 91. Number 32 there. Um, the coolest aspect of this is, is Belial has babies. Um, which is the coolest, funnest part of this movie. Other than that, it's kind of week to me uh i think that it's better than part two but not by a whole lot i gave it a six out of ten cool and i think that's it yes that is it is it that is surely it um i I started i like halfway watched a couple things like um i started watching jaws on 4k this morning when i got home and i got about halfway through so i need to finish that up which i'll probably finish it up when i get back from work yeah. Uh, as part of 4th of July, and yeah, you know, it's 4K, so. Yes. Alright, well, um, I guess it will be my turn now. Hurry um, up! Alright, okay, so I watched uh, The <laughs> Pit and the Pendulum. No, I, do, I feel like I have to. Um, The Pit and the Pendulum, um, which I, you know, I won't, you already talked about that one, but I dug it, and I don't really like period dicks, but uh, I thought this was decent, and it was kind of brutal, and like, you know, it was. It was kind of out there, so I, I enjoyed that one. Pretty as good for my, Full Moon, huh? Yeah, yeah, as per my run-through uh, 91. And then after that, I watched, uh, as per my run-through 91, I watched uh, Puppet Master 3. Um, I the, don't, I didn't rewatch one. part 1 and 2, but yeah, part 3 is definitely, it, it's the one that like kind of moves the best, I would <laughs> say. Like, it's got the most going on for it, um, and it probably is uh, arguably the best one out of the series. Um so I like that one. Um, I it, it's not my favorite. Like I don't love those movies to begin with, but it's not uh, I your think favorite they're... Puppet Master. It's not my favorite series, like Puppet Master. 
yeah. series. Like, I don't love them to say, like, wow, I'm a diehard Puppet Master 3 fan. But I think, uh, you know, Part 3 is good for what it is. And it's definitely the best out of at least the first three. Um, then after that, I watched Atrocious. Uh, I think this is 2010. This is from. It's a found footage movie. I believe this is one Brandon had sent me back back when, a few months ago. And, uh, like I said, it's a found footage movie. And it's about, it's a Spanish movie. So it's subtitled, and it's about this family that goes on this trip, uh, kind of in this secluded wooded area. Uh, it's a mom, dad, and three kids. And the two oldest kids like to make uh, little films on local urban legends, or you know, just any urban legend really. And uh, they're investigating an urban legend out in these woods to pass the time because they really didn't want to go on this trip. It was a whole family thing they were kind of forced into. And uh, while they're there, uh, stuff starts to go wrong. Uh, I dug this movie quite a bit. Um, it's pretty short. It's only, I think it was only like 75 minutes. Um, and it just gets to the point, you know, they go out on this trip. They're kind of exploring the woods a little bit. And then uh, stuff starts happening, you know, like the dog kind of runs, runs off and um, just, you know, some creepy stuff happening at night. And then the ending kind of is reminiscent of Blair Witch Project, where you have a lot of running through the woods and a lot of chaos and, just all you can really hear is like scared people and the camera's kind of shaking and it's actually pretty effective and creepy. So I dug it. Quit texting 91 chat, please. <laughs> Thank you. Anyway. Um, so that was a good one. I gave that like an eight out of 10. Then after that, I watched 30 days of night, dark days, uh, which is the sequel to 30 days of night. It's a direct to DVD. I thought sequel. you said you only watched three things. I lied. Um, I pre this is pretty much like it. Um, but this movie, uh, I, I'm just trying to go through my collection at this point. I had some time to like run down the line in there, so that's why I watched this. Uh, this movie, you know, it's actually continues on the story where you're kind of following the wife from the first movie, and she is trying to, I guess, avenge her husband's death by going around and trying to prove that vampires are real and that this happened to her for 30 days, and uh, you know, her husband died and all these people died and vampires live among us and of course people don't believe her and kind of laugh at her then she meets up with this uh group of other outsiders who have had the same experiences and they track down the lead uh, i guess you could say vampire queen queen vampire she's like kind of the head of it all and i guess if you take her down you can take them all down so that's pretty much the story um i surprisingly like this because i'm not huge on 30 days of nights but I dug this one because it does have continuity. It's obviously recasted. It's not the same girl. It's not Melissa George playing the wife, and you don't really get Josh Hartnett obviously playing. Uh, you get some scenes from the original movie, and it's uh, just completely redone. So you do have that, but I, it, it's not a glaring problem to me. Um, effects aren't too bad in it, and the story's actually not too bad. It's definitely like a cash grab from when Twilight was coming out. It's one of those vampire films that came out like in lieu of all that craze. So... Uh, it has that kind of inspired feeling to it, especially with them trying to hunt down the bad guys. Uh, that's very Twilight-esque. But other than that, you know, I thought it was entertaining. I thought it was decent. It had some good parts, uh, a few actually scary parts to it that I enjoyed. So overall, I was surprised by it. I gave it like a 7 out of 10. And then uh, lastly, I'll just say I watched... Last night I did a commentary, as I mentioned earlier, on I Know What You Did Last Summer, 1997. And I did that for Cut to the Chase with uh, Lacey Dan and Jerry Herring. So uh, that should be out soon. It was a fun time, kind of impromptu, uh, late night 
thing we did there, and it gave me a reason to watch. I know what you did last summer. I probably would have watched it tonight, honestly, because it's the perfect Fourth of July movie to me, uh, besides Jaws, of course. Um, but that was fun. I, I never thought I would do a commentary on I know what you did last summer, but I did, and it was pretty easy to talk about, especially with that many people on. You know, you don't really have any silent silent moments or anything like that. So I enjoyed that. Um, and that is that besides the blind spot move that I had to watch. So All right, let's yeah. do your blind spot. Go ahead. All right. I was selected to watch Speed from, I believe, 1994. Um, and Speed is basically you have this cop or it's like a pairing of cops. Uh, and I think is the one is the young Keanu Reeves. Is he like uh, a new cop? Is that kind of the thing? I don't think he's new. Okay, well, he's kind of, you know, it's him, he's and then you young. have... Yeah, okay. Then you have Jeff Daniels, who's obviously a bit older than him, and... Uh, What's Jeff Daniels' name? Harry. <laughs> and um, this this movie, fun fact, came out in the year 1994, and uh, if you guys know of Dumb and Dumber, uh, he played Harry in that as well. So, um, rumor has it that while he was filming both of these moves... He would be, like, hang out with his mom or something and be like, Oh, I gotta go play Harry. And she'd be like, which one? And he'd be like, the serious one. And then the next day he'd be like, gotta go play Harry. <laughs> and she'd be like, oh, which one today, honey? And he'd be like, oh, the dumb one. Dude, you're stupid. That didn't happen. Wait. Come on. That's how, that's how movies are. Alright, so what's up? Alright. Um... So, Speed, yes, you have, they, at the beginning of the movie, it opens up, there's, uh, this big scheme going on with, uh... Dennis Hopper, who plays the crazed, completely insane bad guy in the movie, uh, which he tends to play in every movie he's in. Um, and he's doing this, he has this plan with this elevator where the elevator is supposed to break, but uh, Keanu Reeves and Jeff Daniels, they come to the rescue and stop that from happening, and they think that everything's well and good. He planted they get bombs a- on the elevator, buddy. Yes, he planted bombs on the elevator, buddy. Sorry, I forgot the beginning a little bit. I forget what I, like... I thought I wasn't going to like this movie at first. Let's just say that. (laughs) So uh, that happens. And then, you know, uh, the two of them get these awards and they think, like, job well done. But then they come to find that uh, Dennis Hopper's character is still alive and at large. And he's pissed off that his plan uh, fell through. So he has devised a new plan and he uh, gets in contact with Keanu Reeves, which I forget his name in the movie. Jack. Jack. Okay, yes. He gets in contact with Jack. It says, essentially, there is a bomb, much like the bombs going off outside my house. Um, there is nice. a bomb. This, this sets that? the mood. Yeah, a lot. This sets okay. the mood. It's fireworks, guys. <laughs> yeah, I can see. I can actually see the flashes in my window, so it must be right there. Um, but, yeah, so he says, there is a bomb on a bus. A big bus, you know, that just takes, not a school bus, just a regular bus that transports people. And it will ignite or not ignite uh it'll be triggered once you hit 50 miles per hour and if you then go below the 50 miles per hour it shall go off what do you do and jack is like oh shit and then he runs to the bus and of course um of course he's not like on time the bus driver he's trying to stop it before anything happens and the bus driver hits that 50 miles so the rest of the movie is basically Jack trying to figure out how he's going to save all these people on the bus, and he has to make sure that they keep driving at 50 miles per hour. 
and uh, he has to try to, you know, take down Dennis Hopper's character. And of course, you know, the guys behind the scene like Jeff Daniels and that are on the case as well, trying to figure everything out. Because Dennis Hopper, basically, it's all about he wants ransom. He wants money. And this is his way of getting it. Yeah, I really enjoyed this move. Really? Like I said, I didn't think I would at first. Um, I don't know, just the whole beginning scene, I was like, I feel like this is going to be like over the top kind of almost action or something like that. That's like the vibe I was getting for some reason. But I ended up liking it. When you get to the bus stuff, uh, first of all, it's scary because I'm thinking like after watching it, I was driving down the road thinking, yep, I would be dead. Every time I hit 49 miles just driving by myself, I was like, oh, 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 yep, I would have died just now. Uh, I feel like that would be very hard. I would be so stressed. And Sandra Bullock's character, she plays, you know, the main girl in it. And she ends up kind of taking over the bus and driving she just seems so cool with it, like, the whole time. She's just driving along, and I'm thinking, I would not be able to do this. And funny thing about the movie, uh, you know, they're kind of, at first, they don't, obviously, the freeway, eventually roads end, or there's traffic jams, so they're kind of veering off and almost hitting people and wrecking into cones on the side of the road, and it reminds me quite a bit of how I would drive in Grand Theft Auto while running from the cops. So I thought that was rather amusing, but... Uh, overall, I mean, it's a solid movie. It keeps you on the edge of your sat, and uh, I like all the characters. I like Sandra Bullock's character and uh, the relationship she kind of develops along the way with Jack, and uh, I like good old Harry. Um, you know, he's just that typical older, uh, weathered cop who's been in the game for a long time, and uh, I think he does that really well. And he's, you know, Jack is kind of like his little protege in a way. And he's like, you know, after a while, it kind of gets old and scary and whatnot. And then this guy is put to the test right away. So I dig all that. And I thought I, I enjoyed the end of the movie. Um, I think Sandra Bullock, I got annoyed with her at the end because I thought she did some dumb stuff. But that is women. So but, what did you think of Keanu Reeves acting? Because that gets a lot of hate a lot of times. Really? Yeah. I don't know. It wasn't that, wasn't that jarring to me. I thought he was just the typical young, you know. He's obviously very young in this movie, and I don't know. I didn't really notice any flaws. It's, with it's funny. Keanu Reeves went from being like hated by a lot of people to absolutely adored. Like the the community just loves Keanu Reeves right now. Yeah, because I think I've heard before, not just in that movie. I think I've heard people diss that guy's acting in other films as well. Oh but yeah, I, for sure, for sure. And, and now it's like what i think neon demon everyone said how bland he was but that whole oh. movie's like i felt like that was a bad example because that whole movie's supposed to be kind of like that but um no he i think he's awesome i've always liked him i thought he was he's he's good at playing like different characters too like he plays mm -hmm. the dumbass as well he plays like <laughs> meathead cops well he plays like badass john wicks well Right. He's just a cool dude. Like, I think one of his my favorite performances from him is in Knock Knock. Oh, I dude, haven't so seen. Good. See, I really, I don't think I've seen a lot of his movies. Is my thing. Um, Some people you know, just don't like him. Yeah, I' not a big fan of his name. It's kind of annoying to say, but yeah, I don't or his facial hair. Uh, but he doesn't have it in this movie and looks rather attractive. But yeah, I didn't mind him. I thought his acting was fine. Um, I feel like I don't. <sighs> I don't notice flaws with acting if it's unless it's really just horrible, uh, mediocre. There's some spots acting. in here where it's a little odd performance wise, but mm. yeah, 
Um, anyway, let's uh, get move on here. Um, yes. I gave that an 8.5 out of 10, by the 8. way. 8.5? So. Yeah. Uh, I think I gave it like a nine maybe, but, uh, cause I, re- I watched it t- again too. And I, my, one of my things that I love so mo- much about it is no CGI and it's all practical, like bus effects and stuff, you know, oh, yeah. I mean? they just don't make movies like that anymore. And like, I love like the Los Angeles back then. Like it just looked so cool. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like you just know it's Los Angeles. My, one of my favorite parts of the movie is when he, he takes that black dude's car the like nice convertible yeah and the guy's then he, like, he jumps from the the car to the to the bus and the black guy's like oh shit oh shit oh shit <laughs> and then he wrecks into the barrels yeah he legit just ruins that guy's day and that's the last you see of that guy right yeah. <laughs> all right so we're gonna do my blind spot here i have a randomizer this is what i'll be watching next week of course remember we get one skip so the one that i'm getting is 12 which is overboard Yay, I love it. I didn't want to do that one. You didn't want to do any of them, so you're I'm doing a, it. I'm skipping that one. Buddy, come on, we don't have time for this. Don't have time for my first skip? You only get one, we only get one skip, don't we? Yeah. Why would you make, you're really going to make, what if you, what if there's a movie down the line that you that really. That was actually would... the one I wanted to watch the least, I think, so I might skip it. Are you kidding me, bro? It's like <laughs> actually probably better than some of the other ones I have on there, so. Really? I don't. In my opinion, I like it. You I just think give you me would crap like. Moves, dude. I know, buddy. Whatever. I will watch it. All right. Damn it, dude. It's lit- you're gonna be like so like. Wow, I should have <laughs> no, listened I'm to Harley. Not. No, I'm not. Yeah, you are. You're gonna give it like a ten. No, I'm and... not. All right, come on, let's go. Okay, let's go. We right. shall talk about the move. All right. Uh, the final movie here that we're gonna talk about is Followed, which we went to the drive-in and seen. It was playing with the wretched, but we decided not to stay for the wretched again uh, because we've already seen it. Um, but yeah, so what is it about? Followed is basically about this popular YouTuber who uh, wants to gain more subscribers. Um, so his his pretty much his gimmick is he goes to like haunted places and explores them but usually just the outside of them and uh makes youtube videos out of it so uh he wants to kind of up his you know cred and he finds about out about this cursed hotel and uh he decides we're gonna actually stay here and see what happens and stuff happens so that is the gist of it you know it's found footage it's all from their point of view filming and trying to make youtube so what did you think um i thought that it sucked (laughs) like seriously it was um it was the worst movie i saw this year yeah dude it was it was rough i mean it starts out with this guy obnoxious it's that obnoxious over the top youtuber like where he's trying to like you know what it looks like to me is it looks like a character who is trying to emulate other YouTube popular characters. Like he's trying so hard to be like, I understand putting on a performance. Like I even do that sometimes. Right. Yeah. but... But like this guy is going so far beyond and feels so fake and lame. And I don't think that, I don't know if that was intended to be like, I don't know as an audience, if we're supposed to intend like to look at it, like, Oh, like he's he's being fake for the YouTube thing, or like we're supposed to look at it like, oh, this is what a YouTuber looks like. I think it was supposed to be what a 
that's what annoys me about these movies is they always up the social media or YouTube stuff or anything popular. They always up it to the point where it's a parody almost. But I think it was legit supposed to be. Yeah. This is how you because he reminds me of like Shane Dawson or someone like that who just has millions of subscribers and they crack stupid jokes and are in your face and act like they're always happy and excited about everything they talk about. But sadly, I feel that that beginning portion was almost the most entertaining part of the film. And it was, yeah, an you an- said that while we were watching it and I was like, eh. <laughs> I mean, I was like annoyed by it, but I was like, okay, yeah, he's checking out these cursed places. That's kind of cool ish, but it just goes, is, is it cool ish though? I don't know. No, we've seen the it so many times now, me, but, I know, I know. It's just... But what I'm trying to say is that it's not saying much that that's the most entertaining part to me because then when you get into the film, for one thing, it's so dark, the whole movie, and we were seeing it at the drive-in, so that might have influenced it a little bit, but it's so dark to where you don't know what's going on some of the times, and uh, it's so cliche, typical jump-scare stuff, typical... Oh, the acting is awful in this film. This is... An, an awful acting film especially being found footage it's just the most stereotypical lines ever where you just have the one dude is like a pussy and he's like man i don't know if we should do this one this one this is different bro. yeah this dude different. I, and i called that out because i was like i was like this fucking guy does this all the time like the, his job is to like like the the youtuber the, the main youtuber he goes to places that are supposed to be haunted. That's all he does, right? And he has a crew with him that, like, you know, based on our what we're shown, seems like they've been together for a while and they, they do this together. So whenever they decide to go to this hotel, which they barely know anything about at the time, and this dude, one of the, the cameraman or whoever the hell he is, is like, uh, he's like, he's like, you really want to go there? You really want... And I'm thinking, like, Dude, that's literally what you guys do. What the hell are you talking about? It reminded me of Jeremy complaining like, <laughs> that we're like on a podcast. You really want to do a podcast? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, like we're really going to do a podcast on a yeah. podcast? I'm like, well, that's what we're here for. He's like, yeah. But no, it, it, it seriously was like so dumb. I'm like, dude, this is like and, – and you could tell it's just – it's because like – the, the writer of the film saw so many movies where like somebody resists doing it or like they're like the doomsayer and they need to like have so, it's just like I seriously like palm, like face palm myself at that moment because I'm like I'm like you literally just put that in the movie because you're you're used to that happening when realistically you didn't think about the fact that hey this guy does this all the time so he wouldn't be the person to say that. Mm-hmm. And they try to justify it because he's like, I feel he's different like, about this one. Or no, he says we've never actually been inside. We just walk around them. But still, it's like you're, you didn't think you were ever gonna go inside one of these houses. Yeah, it's so like you dumb. thought you were just it's gonna so stay. Yeah, and then I, like another thing is like you're telling me this guy got all this success from standing outside of haunted houses. Yeah, <laughs> it made no sense. It was horrible. Horrible yeah. writing. I like, uh, like that's the type of stuff that will make me instantly like, I can't even get back on board with your movie. It, cause what, what does Dave say? If you're not going to try, neither am I'm I. I'm not either. <laughs> right. Yeah. That's a classic moment of like, well, if you're not going to try, then I'm not either. I wanted to leave so bad. And it's an hour and 36 minutes. It felt like it was three hours. Yeah. Long. Like you really needed I... those six extra minutes. You fuck. 
<laughs> yeah, I was just getting uncomfortable in my seat watching it because I was so bored. And it was hard. It was really hard to pay attention to. But uh, the only reason that motivated me was having to talk about it on this show. Otherwise, I would have completely tuned the whole thing out. But yeah, it's just not good. And the scares really aren't scary either. Honestly, it, they all pretty much fell. But yeah, I did. I didn't like this movie at all. I thought it was super weak. Um, even like. I think there was like one creepy moment like in a hall or something where like somebody's like bends their back over or something that was kind of mm. cool but besides that I mean it was it was like unlikable characters unlikable actors unlikable setup unlikable dialogue unlikable like I think the location was like the only cool thing yeah um just uh, the the lead was obnoxious and I don't even think it was his fault I think that was the direction he was given Mm -hmm. uh, with that character, um, and how to play it. But yeah, overall, I thought it was a horrible movie. Yep. I agree. So shall we rate this bitch? Well, I got the letterbox reviews here first. Oh yes. The first one here, let's see. Um, the positive, which I was surprised I found one, but then when I seen who reviewed it, I wasn't surprised at all. It's a long one. I'll try to, I'll, I'll try to read through it fast. Eager to know what happened. The, oh, by the way, this is from Don and Ellie. Four stars. <laughs> I knew you were going to say him or Andrew. Eager to know what happened. The history of a controversial vlogger is researched by a mysterious stranger through his last known uploads, which feature him and a crew documenting the morbid history of a local hotel and coming across the disturbing guests that are haunting the building. The... This one is pretty solid and enjoyable genre effort. One of the strongest features is the usual assortment of setups that are in play here with the backstory of the area and what's going on at the hotel. I will say that the backstory wasn't too bad. That's me talking. The backstory mm -hmm. about the haunting of the hotel and the various urban legends that are told about the guests that have to have befallen like i i i like that part where they you know they you hit like certain keys on the num on the elevator and then like a girl gets in with you and then like mm -hmm. that whole thing was kind of creepy but yeah in its general design it's a fantastic location for the creepiness to come that comes into play with the series of incredibly tense and chilling encounters come on dawn come on <laughs> They have during their stay with the first clue coming to pass from the elevator game. They play this one features plenty of chilling, highly creepy encounters where the group groups start getting caught up in the ghosts that live in the hotel from believing they're simply benign only to be proven otherwise with their physical incidents, getting emotionally and mentally upset by what's happening to them or the surreal descent into the basement, which is some of the most terrifying scenes in the film. This section is impressive with quite a lot to like here. There's there. These, these are films, the, the films positives. While there were a couple issues here, most of the films flaws here stem from the supposedly hilarious and humorous antics that he partakes in, which neither are funny nor original making gags with prop hands, he, fake heads and body parts consistently or constantly causing discomfort to the friends or loved ones and generally being a nuisance to anything and everything around him in the name of trying to be funny just because him just causes him to be off-putting and irritating. These are the antics aren't even the that clever or unique as the character traits as well as don't help this 
and make makes for a troubling time getting into the film especially this is a troubling getting into the reviewed on especially with the <laughs> long in, intro yeah i agree <laughs> especially with the long intro that gives us a chance to see this in action quite frequently the other real problem is had here is seemingly disjointed tone and work throughout the film while most of his antics are designed to be funny and fail miserably. The idea that so many of these scenes that feature hauntings taking place against them or other strange events that are freaking them out. Yet seconds later, the group carries on like nothing's wrong. It happens. I agree with that. It happens frequently after many of the incidents and has completely infuriating feeling once they keep behaving irrationally to, to what's going on. Lastly, there are way too many endings here where it could have just been done one and two instead of where it ends making it drag on too much there are what that these are what holds the film this one back overall don your review is way too wordy homie i'm gonna be honest but he gave that four stars yeah that's kind of he like the end i agree with like all his critiques i feel like four stars is too many yeah especially based on what he said was good was like the like the eeriness of the hotel and that's about it. Yeah. Chilling encounters. Ten incredibly ten in Don, seriously incredibly intense. You're telling me this film had anything in it that was incredibly <laughs> intense. Or Don incredibly has a way intense. of writing he ever writes his reviews like so he uses quite the vocabulary to where you would buy it if you didn't know Don, I feel like. Right. And then you would be pissed. <laughs> All right, let's do the negative one. Um, the negative one here is from, it's a shorter one, T Money Bagels. And they said, half star, logging how bad this was only so in 10 years when I need to illustrate how weird COVID times were. I can point, I can just point to the fact that this was the number one movie in America in June for a solid week. Oh my God, oh! what a great review that is. <laughs> Oh my god, that's funny. Oh yeah, and then someone else says the poster of the movie features a woman screaming who like they're pretty sure isn't even in the movie. <laughs> I thought that too. This movie so oh, man. I feel like Don's just trolling with his reviews sometimes. Like you didn't yeah. really like that movie. You were bored as shit watching it. Yeah, he's too nice. Alright, so uh my rating um I'm going to go with a, a solid 1.5 out of 10. That is, a, that is an extremely low rating. Yeah, I give it, I gave it a generous two, two out of 10. Wow. It is a move. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it sucks. Yeah. Do not watch this. I would never want to watch it again, ever, 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 ever. No, it's not fun. It's not even like fun. Bad. It's just like I want to die bad. All right, so that is the episode. Uh, I will get to overboard next week, I guess. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I I think we're gonna try to do Ghost. Of, if I still have that screener, we're gonna do Ghost of um, War or whatever the war horror movie that's out. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, if not, we'll try to find something else. We were, we were a little, we were supposed to record this one earlier and then record that one like now, mm-hmm. but we ended up not doing that. So I think we got delayed. 
Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I hear fireworks going off. Hopefully you enjoyed the background noise of the fireworks, and we'll see you guys next time. Peace. Peace.